Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray. And I'm Kimberly. I'm a magician and a pastor. <laughs> and I'm an associate marriage and family therapist. Welcome back to another episode of We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray. I'm a magician and pastor, kind of an odd combination, but that's a little bit about me. And this is my incredible, wonderful wife of 26 years. Woo woo. Kimberly in the house. Yeah, Kimberly in the house. All right. I don't think I can say that. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Yeah, today we're talking about having a thriving marriage. And obviously, that takes two people. And, uh, Our focus is on – what we say behind that is that uh, it takes two people to consistently do whatever it takes – because that's what we do, whatever it right, takes. That's right. our mantra. Yeah, it took me a while to, to get be... there, but that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but that's what we want for everybody is to do whatever it takes to have a thriving, creative, fun, great marriage. For sure. And so a couple of ways to do that. We want to talk about practice. How do you practice doing the things in your marriage? Um, obviously, practicing things the right way. Or the way that's going to be best for you as a couple is going to be much better than practicing something over and over the wrong way. Yeah, we talked about that before with scripts, where we have these scripts. um, So you can look up the episode on scripts. Yeah. And and on Focus on the Family, we actually talked about scripts. And there was an article coming up on scripts with Focus on the Family (laughs) or Christianity Today, whatever. Uh, But it's, it's coming up at the... The reality is we have um, scripts, things that we do over and over again that aren't the way we'd want to handle ourselves Mm. or aren't the things that we would want to do. And so we want to practice the right way. Yeah, for sure. And practice, a lot of people ask you about practice. How do you practice your magic? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give you for Penn and Teller how I practice Mm. for that is it gives you a glimpse into how meticulous I am when I'm developing a new routine or a new show or any number of things where I have to kind of go deep into practice. Like I practice all the time, but there's times where I go into deep study and deep practice. And so for the Penn and Teller episode, and you could check it out if you looked up Penn and Teller Fool Us, um, Danny Ray. And if you're not familiar with the show, Essentially, what you have to do is see if you could fool two of the most knowledgeable magicians in the world. Yeah. So the piece that I sent in- No is, pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> it's literally a piece I'd done a thousand plus times. But now I had to develop a method that would fool them. And so what I did was I set a clock for one minute, <laughs> and the routine was about six minutes long. Okay. And I had 70 days, and for 10 days at a time- I would work on 45 seconds of the routine. So I would set that um, timer for 45 seconds, or for a minute. I'd practice for 45 seconds, reset what I needed to, and then at the minute, start again. And I would do that for six to 10 hours straight every day. I did take a Sabbath. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then after 10 days, I go, okay, that part's mastered. Let me work on the next part of the routine. And then the final week, I was really working on the entire thing from beginning to end. But the the amount of practice that I put into that, um, you know, obviously affected the outcome of being able to fool those two guys. Yeah. And the, the thing in our marriage is, the the more 
we're willing to practice.、Mm. This comes in the form of maybe we need to read a book that might help us along the way. Any book recommendations? Because I know you're reading a couple right now. Oh goodness, you're going to put me on、I'm、the spot. I'm putting you on the spot.、Um, What's the, the yeah the one you're reading right how now? How we love, Ooh, how we love, how we love. Yeah, all right, that's an excellent one. So yeah,、um, I know you're enjoying that one, but maybe、um, maybe that's one way of practicing is getting your mind to think about you know some healthy ways that you could communicate, healthy ways that you can、um, ar- articulate the way your wife will experience love or、um, your your or spouse. Your yeah, spouse. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, so for me, my wife,、uh, right? So. <laughs> Uh, so that's really important. In、um, another way of practice, so I do all kinds of different methods of practicing, and I think when we come to to marriage, we need to look at different ways、mm. to practice. So、yeah. I know for us, we've talked about the reset button that allows us to reset and and practice doing things the right way. Yeah, right?、Um, yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that, that and is- then. Another way of of practicing, and I know we we've done this before, is where we had an argument, you know, the day before, whatever, and say, "Hey, can we revisit that?" And I want to try to say what I was meaning with that.、Mm. Um, and so it's it's a way of saying, "Hey, can I practice doing this the right way?" And、ah. you're setting the stage up that way. Okay, but it's not bringing up. A wound, reopening a wound from the from the previous no, day, right? No, we don't want to do that, but we do want to try to figure out what are things that aren't sensitive. Because you and I'll talk about this sometimes, where I'm like, "Oh, that's too sensitive," or vice versa, right? Like that that wound's still a little raw, <laughs> right? But it, if it is something that you could readdress and do it in a healthier way、mm-hmm. and communicate more effectively, that gives you a way of practicing something that went went wrong and setting it right. Yeah. I think that all goes back to the reconciliation process.、Mm. Um, for me, I think that's one of those.、Um, it's just a key to everything. I I personally think、yeah. uh, as a as a peacemaker myself.、Um, <laughs> so you're when, definitely my peacemaker.、Uh, yeah, <laughs> I try.、Um, so when we make a mistake, so we've practiced something wrong, or we've we've hurt our spouse in some way, or responded poorly, or whatever it is.、Um, So it's not enough to say, "I'm sorry," and then move on. It's it's、uh, you know like the three year old on the the, the on preschooler the on、yeah. the playground, right? Yeah, That, yeah.、Um, what do you say? Say sorry to your sorry. whoever. Yeah, sorry, and they run <laughs> off, and and it's over. Well, that doesn't really work, especially the older we get, and and you know even bigger kids are still hurt and wounded by whatever happened, and and so、um, and certainly we are as adults, and and sorry. A great word, at least for me, and and for some people, for a lot of people, but it's often not enough, right? So we have to reconcile, and part of that reconciliation is how can we do this differently next time? How can we make sure it doesn't happen again, so that we're not practicing that same mistake over and over and、right. over? The the other thing is you want to ask great questions.、Um, so some、mm. of the questions we'll ask in. A moment of tension after we've made a mistake, after we're frustrated,、uh, and we're working through things. Is you know what can I do to make you feel better?、Yes. What can I do to make this right?、Mm-hmm. What 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 are we? One of the things we'll ask is what are we really fighting about? What are we really arguing about? <laughs> yeah. What do you want to get out of this? All those things. Trying to figure out what are questions that work for your relationship, so that the other person can hear hear you. 
One of the things, too, with this reset button, you know, because we, we talk about that a lot. Um, somebody said, what do you do if the reset button is broken? Like you try mm. to hit reset and the other person just isn't having it. And any any comment on that? That might be uh, a waiting game then, right? I hate to say game, but because uh, none of this is really a game. But um, sometimes we have to wait till the other person's ready to, to reset. Um, especially a, a huge key to all of this is practicing that from the beginning. Or let's say you've been married for, I don't know, five, 10 years, and that hasn't been part of your practice to, to say, hey, wait a minute, can we have a do-over right now? Can we reset? So that's something maybe you talk about right now and you go, okay, we want to try implementing this and we're going to, we're going to give it a shot. And so maybe it, Maybe it's a little bit bumpy at first where, yeah. you know, because it, it takes forgiveness and grace. So if the person can't Ooh, give that. Forgiveness and grace are good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's most of the time I think that we use the reset button. It's the. Yeah. I think this is really good to clarify. Yeah. 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 Most of the time that we use it is I've snapped at you or you snapped at me and said something that we wouldn't normally say. And it's because we're we're heightened, we're like the senses are heightened, everything is maybe we're in a rush to do something, to go somewhere, and um just feeling uh I don't know, maybe out of control or or just overwhelmed. overwhelmed yeah, yeah, overwhelmed is probably a better word. So when we're feeling like that we're human. And so we often just snap and go, oh, you should have done this earlier. You should have, you know, I hate looking for your whatever keys or wallet or like, (laughs) that's, that's on you. Why don't you ever find it? You know, those snappy, snarky remarks will get you nowhere in your marriage. It's not helpful. And we're called to, to say things that are helpful and that are beneficial uh, to others. Build others up. Yeah. Yeah. And not tear them down. So that's a crucial part of of having a thriving marriage is not tearing each other down and there's so, a, a great verse with that that um says let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers mm-hmm. so the idea is like we need to say things that are helpful and beneficial to the others, uh, to the other that it might benefit those around us. And some of those people that hear us are our kids or our coworkers mm-hmm. or our parents or mm-hmm. any number of people. Um, but we should be saying um, things toward our spouse that are good and beneficial that build them up. Definitely, hundred percent. And and I like what you said about kind of in front of others. So let's go back to my scenario. One of us has said this snarky remark and it's um, it's not edifying. It's it's tearing the other person down, right? right? And, but maybe you've got kids or friends, neighbors, whoever, that they're there and they're hearing this too. Mm. Um, so it is a chance to sh- even demonstrate or show somebody else how that reset works and how that... Um, right. Uh, how that grace and forgiveness works. And it's that it's, so if I'm the one that said something and then I just typically kind of shake my head and come back to you and go, you know what? I'm sorry I said that. Can we have a do-over? Can we start over? Can we reset? Meaning I don't want to make that our starting point. I don't want to make that our fight. for us at least, sometimes the next 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour are affected by that 
one yeah. snarky comment or that one. And so a whole drive is like ruined because we're frustrated with each other. And sometimes it could get worse and worse as we go. So that's when we talk about the reset, it's usually with something like that. It's not, hey, babe, just want to let you know I had an affair. Oh, can we get a reset? Like, how would that work? Uh, yeah, babe? no, 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 not going to work just like that. Yeah, that's, so uh, yeah, that's take a, a lot more different work. type of reconciliation. That's a different type of healing. For that's sure. a, you know, that's not... Oh, let's just hit the reset button and start over. Yeah. So I think the the severity. Um, We're talking about smaller offenses. Yeah. Than determine yeah. what tools that we use, you know, and that's the key is we want to help, you know, put tools in your toolbox, um, give you, um, you know, stra- strategies that will help you to create a better marriage. And those are. Uh, that that's a tool. The reset button is a tool. It's not the only tool in your arsenal. So I, I hope that helps to clarify for the person yeah. that reached out to say, what if that um, reset button's broken? Is I, I like what you said is sometimes you do have to wait and help that person to uh, to go like, okay, now I could hit that reset button and I understand where you're coming from. And maybe if that resets button's broken, maybe the offense is too big and you have to start yeah. smaller. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it has to be a, a smaller offense. I, you know, I, I forgot to put dinner in the oven. Not that big of a deal, probably. You know, right. um, hey, can I get a reset? I'll do that better next time. And you set an alarm or, you know, do something that isn't um, as big for, for the, re- for the use of the reset button. For sure. I think you had some, some tips on what not to do in our marriages. Oh, wow. Yeah. I do have, uh, <laughs> Did a you have our of, um, ideas. So okay. the, these are the, the, the I hope uh, whoever listens to this doesn't come in in the middle because these are the, the worst the worst marriage advice I the can give. Worst the worst marriage worst. advice. So okay. Like, do not do this. Yeah. Okay. But if somebody's listening, they're like, number one, focus on your spouse's flaws. Like, this is great. You bum, know? bum, bum. Yeah. Um, That's going to be terrible. Remind them of how dumb they are, how annoying <laughs> they are. <laughs> when they do something wrong, make sure you point it out, you know? We're um, making fun, but that happens a on lot. Their flaws. Yeah. I know. I, right? I joke about this, but yeah. uh, that. We focus on their flaws because it's easier. We're just built that way to, to kind of look at that and go, oh man, they're doing that again. Or they're, you know, whatever. Here's another one. Number two. Next one. What would Jesus do? So when they screw up, instead of giving them grace and forgiveness, like we talked about, you say, do you think that's what Jesus would do? Ooh, (laughs) ooh, Uh, I would say that's like borderline spiritual abuse. That is is, not uh, using God's word in in the way he intended. Yeah. And so we want to be careful with God's word and not to use that in an argument against our spouse and say, Hey, this is what God's word says. Why aren't you doing this? You know, uh, not going to be helpful. Yeah. There's all kinds of things wrong with that. Number three that I highly recommend you do do not do. I, these are the the number worst one advice. Okay, the worst advice. Worst yeah. advice is compare, 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 compare. Oh yeah, so and so's husband does this. Yeah. So and so's hey, they build stuff. Did you know that <laughs> that other husbands actually, <laughs> but maybe wives, they actually. What are you trying to say, babe? Are you comparing right oh, now? Oh yeah, no. Back to this. Back to the show. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, if you want to point out their flaws, you could point out how great the other people are next Ooh. to you. Look at those neighbors over there. Look at what they're doing. Look at their Ooh. yard. Look we do have car. amazing neighbors, but so, that would yeah, yeah, that's not going to be beneficial to our marriage to do no. that. 
Number four is use always and never statements. <laughs> you always say this. You, you never come home on time. <laughs> right. you, yeah, always and never are not good things to use. Yeah. Always and never, almost, always and never true. No, yeah. That didn't really come out right, <laughs> but you get the idea. All right. Uh, <laughs> so. Do you have another one? I, I've got a bunch of them. Number okay. five. Um, get Get a chubby marriage scale. Excuse um, me? Yeah, you know, so you could point out how pudgy they are, you know, and just go like, hey. No, I'm not liking on this scale. one at all. Uh, what? What are you talking about? You know, is you want to point out, like, you know, their weight and, you know, no. uh, hey, look, you're fat. No, you know? no. Okay, totally wrong and off limits. No, move on. <laughs> I don't even like that one as a, as a worst advice thing. That's terrible. Uh, hey, I'm just saying. Move it, on. It does Next. It does happen where people... Um, point out that's true actually yeah. they're they're like you know does this you know dress make me look fat no the the fat, makes me look fat. <laughs> okay i did so. hear about the yeah where a husband the he was complaining to his wife that she after having a baby that she didn't have her her body back See, to, now you're, you're right into this all, right, one. All, all right all right all right uh yeah that's so a recipe that, for disaster that, that goes into number six is, you okay. know, if your spouse has got, got problems, medicate them. Just like get <gasps> them all drugged up. Oh, yeah. no. Where did you come up with this list? This I'm is terrible. Saying, uh, it's the worst list. This is the way all my right, mind works. Right, number yeah. seven uh, is, <laughs> <laughs> is set impossible goals for them, you know. Oh, so, yeah. That's a great idea yeah. for a thriving marriage. Yeah. <laughs> set impossible goals. Uh, yeah. So just, you can't just, ask them to. Be who they're not, right? We all have skill sets. We all have, I teased you about building stuff earlier, fixing stuff. That's not really our skill set and that's okay. But yeah, we are setting each other up for for a big fail if we set impossible goals. Okay. Build your own imp. Oh, so- what is this? Number eight, number nine, I seven. Lost We've lost track. Okay. We've lost give track. Give us one one more. Uh, sure. I'll give you one more. Is build your own empire. Make it all what? about you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, make sure all conversations focus around your work, your um, your ideas, your sports, you know, your game, whatever it is that you're into. That sounds so uh, boring for the other person yeah. and just Build awful. Build your own empire. It's, that's what it's about. No, Marriage terrible advice. Of, and isn't right. there a, a story in the Bible where they, well, there were lots of stories actually where they, uh, built altars to themselves or built a tower to themselves, you know, yeah. that, uh, yeah. And God doesn't like that. That doesn't go well if you try and build an empire for yourself. All right, that's the end of the worst parenting uh, or the <laughs> worst marriage. Yeah, worst marriage tips. tips. Ever. Yeah, way <laughs> we to can go get on. parenting ones too. Okay. Uh, if you need the worst parenting, let me know. But the worst <laughs> marriage advice ever. Uh, yeah, I think the last thing for advice for today um, yeah. would be putting into practice thankfulness. So being mm. thankful, saying to your spouse. Um, and and it might sound silly and it might feel silly at first if this is not a part of your normal um uh, vocabulary to each other right. then but it's it's time to start you know to say thank you thanks for taking out the trash it's a way of saying i noticed and i appreciate it um Things, yeah. So I've talked to other guys about this, and sometimes it's difficult, you know, when they're on a job site all day or they're working uh, in the ER or any number of jobs where you're not like, hey, could you please hand me, you know, those, uh, you know, whatever. So the there are jobs, there are vocations where nobody's yeah, it's doing It's like that. you're literally hiring the staff 
to do what you're telling them to do, not to say, could you please do this? Thank you for doing that. Hey, can you get this? Hey, thanks. I really appreciate it. So when they come home, those okay. things are really hard for, and I, I think both for uh, for a wife or for a husband is when you're in a job that thankfulness isn't a part of the equation. There, you know, there are jobs where you might um, feel more appreciated or, or thanked for what you're doing. Yeah, but oftentimes it's not. You're in a thankless job, so you come home, which is a good. And you create a thankless marriage. Yeah, so it's a really good point to bring that up. But but why create a thankless marriage? Right? Are you feeling appreciated in those jobs? Well, do you want the worst advice ever? Create no, 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 a no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more, no more worst advice. Um, we want to practice the the good things, right? Yeah. So that's a very good point. That um, maybe in your job that uh, it is thankless. And, but how does that make you feel? And how do you want your spouse to feel? How do you want to feel at home in your marriage? Um, Another thing too is uh, for a lot of people growing up, there wasn't any type of thank you for doing chores. Thank you for helping out. Thank you for anything. It's like, this is what you do. Oh yeah, you do it. Do it. (laughs) And so if that's either the way you grew up or the vocation you're currently in, that doesn't necessarily have to be the pattern you set up in your marriage. I would encourage you, you know, one simple thing you could do today is thank your spouse for something. Yeah, There's yeah. something they're doing that is beneficial for your marriage that you could thank them for. Yeah, love it. Love it. Sure. All right. Well, that is everything for today on We Do Whatever It Takes. Thank you for tuning in. Visit us next time, and if it uh, is helpful to you at all, let us know, and please share it.